This is How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Look for updates at facebook.com slash weekendpodcast or h-o-w-w dot a-s slash yourweekend. While you're there, please subscribe. There are links for iTunes, Android, and more. Hey, Brian. Hey, Wendy. How was your weekend? It was good. How was yours? I was up till about 4 o'clock Saturday night or Sunday morning. Then I was up till like 2 last night. Okay, I... I'm confused. Now, last I, first of all, it's been forever since we've recorded. So I'm going to apologize sincerely and everything to you and the listeners. Because, dude, I was sick as a dog. And and you didn't have a computer. I didn't have a computer one weekend. Then I was sick and lost my voice. And then it's just the weather here has been like it was gorgeous on Sunday. And Saturday was pretty nice, too. Like, Saturday and Sunday were great, and then now it's raining again. So, and I'm like, I'm so over the damn rain. So just saying. last weekend, last weekend, mm-hmm. um, it was like, got up to 70 degrees. It was amazing. Yeah, um, yeah I got sunburned running. I got, like, pink-faced running. This coming, sun. This coming weekend, uh, friends from my primary podcast are actually coming down for the first time ever, which is going to be awesome. Nice. And I was checking out the forecast, and there's the possibility of snow. Oh, jeez. Of course. So, of course. So the, the convention that I go to in Atlanta, it fell through this year. I'm not going. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. Uh, and that's Well, that's the reason that we're all getting together is because it's just my weekend freed up and somebody else's weekend freed up. So it's like, hey, we have all these people who are free. Why don't other people show up, too? Which is awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's kind of funny. It's the same week- weekend as last year when I went, and when I went last year, it snowed oh. the Sunday, and it's, it's the last snow before spring arrives. Even though, like all the dogwood or Bradford pears and everything here are blooming already. Yeah, I mean, and so daffodils I, and tulips. I mowed and today. It's. I mean, it's 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 that time of year when I might have to mow one weekend, and it might yeah. snow six inches the next weekend. Yeah, it is. It's that right at the turn of the turn of the season. I can't tell you how many times I remember uh, it's snowing like five or six inches and then like going to like Walmart or Target when uh, they have uh, the snow that's been um, plowed that might be like six or seven feet um, above the ground way over my head and it'll be like 75 degrees. Yeah. And I mean like I. I have fo- I have photos of like looking at a thermometer and like a pile of snow taller than I am like you know sitting in a parking lot it's the the weather here in the south is weird it is weird I think it's weird in different ways all over the place but are you not sleeping because other time we've talked you were rearranging your office again so that's why I was. I feel up. like you're always <laughs> rearranging your office. You so, just haven't found quite the right. In the time that in the t- organization. In the t- <laughs> so you check out my Twitter. Uh, I need to pin the tweet. I'll pin the I tweet. I can't. I can't. Well, you I can't. can't tell the, after listeners, the listeners. The listeners can. Listeners can. Yeah. Don't be selfish, Wendy. Please get it together. Twitter.com slash bkilby, and I'll go ahead and pin that tweet with uh, the photos. Um, but yeah, that's the reason I was up late because I have been working on getting this done. So in the time that you were recording the podcast here in the studio with me, how many yeah. times did I change things around? So you had finally, okay. So first you had finally unpacked everything you wanted to unpack and had gotten it organized. Then you rearranged the desks, put in bookshelves and put more stuff out. And then you reconfigured it again so i think at least three times before 
I stopped recording directly with you. And then since then, I think you've mentioned twice that you. <laughs> so you you're not on social media right it's now. In August, no. So you right haven't now. you haven't seen the pictures yet. No, I, will, I haven't. I'll email them to you right now. You can actually see on the show if you want to. Nice. So here I'll have them to you in just a second. But yeah, I was up. I was up to like one o'clock last night, just wrapping up. Uh, I was up again, well past four o'clock Sunday morning, um, just because it's just so much work. Uh, it, a friend at work today, uh, apparently, uh, who is still on Facebook because he's yeah. not giving it up for Lent. Um, <laughs> Basically, took saw the photos, showed them to his wife, and said, "See, I'm normal." <laughs> well, <laughs> if it's good for something, then I suppose get your friend out of the, <laughs> the doghouse. So, so you should have the uh, the photo now. Okay, let me look. Let me look. It's it's um, uh, it's pretty crazy. Okay, let's see. Let me refresh here. D- Dusty and Mike were in today recording the RPG Lessons Learned podcast, and they were impressed yeah. with the amount of the crap that I've squeezed in here. Oh, wow, Brian Kibble. Like, everything shifted to that wall. Because yeah. when I was there before, I think there was only, like, one bookcase on that wall. You, like, shift. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. It looks great, though. Thanks. I mean, I'll also put this in the show notes, I guess. But this is, yes, put it in the show notes, dude, because it looks like you have a toy store. Like, there is so many more toys. There, there's so many more toys than I remember being out before. Yeah. Plus, now I have, uh, again, five spots for recording. And yep. only once I've ever needed that many. But this weekend, I should need that and maybe one more. Look at that, man. That yeah. looks awesome. That looks really nice, Kilby. It really does. Yeah, so... I just, this is insane. Like, I am I know there's, like, probably those little cubes with all the toys in them. I'm like, there's probably... No wonder it takes you so much time, man. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> Actually, so... Well, that makes sense. <laughs> so, one thing that I uh, maybe didn't spend as much time doing as I probably should have was the challenge. Uh, you had challenged me... To yes. slow down and meditate once in a while. Yes, I did. And I challenged you to listen to Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots by the Flaming Lips. <laughs> you did. And uh, so who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, so I, I, basically, I, I meditated like twice. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yep. The one time I just sat there and I closed my eyes and I tried not to think about anything. Mm-hmm. And I just... Visualize like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> it was a two-dimensional Tyrannosaurus Rex, though I have to say it wasn't like a oh. real real T Rex. Oh, and, and okay. It, and it looked like it was made like it was a stained glass T Rex. Okay. And it started tilting, and I'm like, "Why is it tilting?" And that's because another T Rex showed up, like it was on a wheel. And then, like my mind just went to like this kaleidoscope of dinosaurs. And like this music, I know this isn't how meditation is supposed to go. Hey, maybe I maybe <laughs> there's so many different kinds for different people. I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't happen to people. Like, but yeah, like so I started seeing this animated kaleidoscope. I mean, so like it was everything was turning like uh, on you know like on a on an axis, and but the dinosaurs were moving around like in a Tim Burton movie. It was like the <laughs> strangest, weirdest thing, and. Too bad we couldn't have recorded your brain. Like somebody could have used that in a music video or something, man. It sounds very trippy. Yeah, you were on a maybe you were on a transcendental trip and you didn't even know it. 
I imagine that's what drug use is like, but... <laughs> you don't want to... I don't know if seeing stained glass dinosaurs is a I'm feeling cer- of control. <laughs> I'm certain it's not normal, though. Yeah. Like, I, I just went with it. Like, I probably yeah. could have tried to focus and clear my mind more, but I'm like, like, wow. This is kind of fun. This is kind of like, fun. See, so it wasn't totally horrible, and you weren't thinking about the 50,000 things you weren't doing. No, but you I, were fell just thinking I, about- I fell asleep. That's okay. Yeah. Your body probably was telling you you needed to. That's part of, sometimes with meditation, it's just giving your body a rest, and then your body's like, heck yeah, you need more, so I'm going to fall asleep on you. Most of the people who do meditation well, or and there's so many different forms of it, it they do it prior to going to sleep sometimes or when they really need to but like, you said I couldn't do that. Down. I said, I said, Hey, can I just do it while I'm in bed before I go to sleep? And you're like, no. Well, I just, because I was like, I know Brian, I think well enough that he's just going to go to sleep and he's really not going to meditate. Like I lay in bed oftentimes for an hour or more before going to sleep. Is that normal? Oh it, yeah. It depends on the night. I think for me, if I don't, I don't, I've been trying to do better about reading before I go to bed instead of just jumping in bed and go to sleep and like try to un, like untwist the brain of all the day's activities. But I think, you know, for me, sometimes I have to toss and turn and readjust and stuff for at least 15 minutes or more. Like I, I, and I try not to look at the clock because then that just miffs me off that I can't get to sleep quickly. So I try to really avoid that, but it's like, yeah, can I just, there's, you know, there's a couple times a week where I just lay down and go to sleep. And then there's other nights where I'm like, oh, this pillow is not the one I want to sleep on. And uh, huh. <laughs> so I think that's pretty normal. OK. Uh, but, yeah, that was my experience meditating. I, I, I may try to do it before bed, but I don't know that I want to incorporate that into my daily routine. Daily routine. Well, if you if, let's try it. Do it before bed and just see if you like chill out and go to sleep easier. Maybe that's all you need to do. Like even if that's a win, man, I, I call that a win. If you're like, OK, I'll do two ten minutes of meditation. And if in it you fall asleep and you sleep well, score I, was worth it. I did something kind of like that on lunch today because I live so close to the office that and I was so tired. I actually just went home to take a nap. Yeah. And power uh, nap. Yeah. And it was one of those weird things. I don't think I fell asleep, but I was so relaxed when I got up. I felt like I had slept. Yeah. It was like one of those one of those sleep. Yeah. Slept. It was like one of those 20 minute. I sleep. Power nap. Okay, I'm glad you sleeped, Brian, because sleep's important. Sleeping is. Yep. Them sleeps is important, I'm telling you. And, it, dude, sometimes the best naps are just those, like, 20 minutes where you f- you fell into just that real right before you really fall into a deep sleep, but you were so re- you're so relaxed and rested, it felt like you slept for two hours. Those are kind of the best ones because yeah. you didn't waste a lot of time. Yeah, so how did you do with the uh, with the album? With y- Yoshimi, Yoshimi, Yoshimi Battles yeah, wanna... the Pink Robots. Yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. And I knew one song. I had heard it before because I think it's on a movie or they were using it for a commercial. But it was Do You Realize? Oh, Do You Realize? Yeah, that's a great song. So that's a good song. I was like, oh, I know this song. But like I told you, I listened to it. I just like looked it up and listened to it in the album basically on YouTube. And so I listened to it three different times in different ways. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and do chores around the house and let it play and see if it's like good background music or whatever. And then I used it on a run and oh, I can't it, imagine running. To that. <laughs> it wasn't, it was, it wasn't horrible because I was able to at least like 
you know, sometimes the danger of running to music is when the, when the beat changes, then your cadence changes. So everything to me with their music is very like melancholy. Real quick, and, real quick. Pre-show. We yeah. were talking about that. Yeah. Best running song ever. Milkshake, Milkshake. by Kalis. So right. You're so right. <laughs> and Stacy knows it. Yeah. She'll sing it for us next time she's on. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. <laughs> Damn right. It's better than yours. I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. Hopefully I don't have to pay ASCAP royalties for that. I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to. That is a good running song, especially the last couple of miles of Candy yeah. Gear. So running wasn't bad because it kind of is a trippy like I said, trippy, melancholy tones to a lot of what they do. And so I was I was just kind of finding myself zoning out and just running in real steady run. But I, I, there were points where I was like, okay, this is it's all starting to sound the same. I need to change. Um, so it, the lyrics. Then the third time I was like, okay, just sit and listen to it and like really intently listen to the lyrics. And so I did that and I'm like, okay, they're like, I know when I was listening to it in the other ways, I heard the story and I heard the lyrics and everything else. But then I was like, okay, there's some interesting little nuggets, but there's some very depressing things going on in some of those. Hey, you so just, do you realize it's interesting that, that they're everyone, all over the place? You know, someday we'll die. Yes. And instead <laughs> of saying all your goodbyes, let them realize that life goes fast. It's hard to let the good things last yes. or whatever so, yeah so that song the do you realize like the part that i understood or i knew the familiar part let's be like use your words here wendy the familiar part was that you know the chorus like do you realize like and it's like that very catchy kind of dreamy sound and you're like oh this is nice and then it's like okay you listen to the lyrics and i'm like this is horrible. Like I was like, yes, it's very true. Like all the things they talk about, like there's one called ego tripping. Yeah. So ego tripping. I'm like listening. I'm like, listen, these songs are truth, man. They're talking about real things. And I get, yes. Do you realize everybody's going to die someday? And like, but I was also like, dang, like mm, not my jam. Unless I just am in a, like weird, I better be in a good mental place when I'm listening to them because yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you can't just listen to this on a loop. It's not that happy. <laughs> don't, don't have razor blades in your pocket when you listen to that. <laughs> there's, there were a couple. So I, I did, I gave it a good, college try and i you know there may be some weird moment where i'm like let me just listen to you let me let me make myself like this and it didn't hate it it's just very different from my normal pace and kind of music i but it wasn't horrible hated that album i used to be i was forced to listen to it my buddy jason Back when we were in our early 20s and uh obviously neither of us were married at that point and we like we're like brothers. I mean, we're next door neighbors yeah. for my entire life. Um, and you literally is more like my brother than, than a friend. And we would basically, basically when we weren't working, we were together. The thing is you both look like you could look like you're related to you a little bit. You could. God, I can't tell you how many times in you know, elementary school people would stop us. Y'all brothers <laughs> that happened that God, I don't think that we look alike at all. But well, uh, I, you don't have to be identical, but it's certain traits. Somebody that knows me and knows Jason, but not me and Jason at work, one day uh, walked by and they're like, hey, Jason. Oh, 
So January, so, no. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Because literally that was our childhood. But he would listen to that album and I would hate it. But I kind of started getting into it. And it real that album really opened up uh, like what I think of music. Uh, yes. I mean, like I think of music now in a much different way thanks to that album. I'm much more willing to accept something that challenges my preconception. Like my favorite album of all time is still probably either uh, Ride the Lightning by Metallica or The Red-Headed Stranger by Willie Nelson. But yeah. I am much more willing to uh, listen to um, something that isn't like um, old country or heavy metal. Um, it, well, and it's it's an interesting because I, I, you know, like I was like, I know the Flaming Lips and I probably relate more to a couple, maybe a little bit of their older stuff. Like I was looking back besides this album, I was just looking at what else they've done. And I was like, OK, I think that's what I remember of them. But it's always been kind of this electronic. um, Yeah, just it's it was very electronic and but not techno. You know, it's just it. I was like, it's kind of set. It's like a. 70s vibe because of the the sounds and things and their voices a little bit just made me think of trippy 70s music but yeah. not like the upbeat flowered children stuff so you know a, what i mean uh, so an album that sort of reminds like the me of doors that. like the doors would pop this in yeah. the middle of their stuff oh yeah like that. oh yeah so i'm i might i might acquire a taste i was talking to or texting with a friend today and i her and i are music lovers as a lot of my friends are but I was just like any new artist that you're kind of into whatever. And she's like, well, I've kind of made the switch to adult alternative. She's like, I'm obviously getting very old. And I'm like, like Radiohead stuff like that. Well, no, like she Anderson East, who's like this new kind of um, younger. He's younger, but he's kind of a like bluesy jazz. He can sound like a pop element or a country element in it, but it's more alternative. It's just a mix. It's just good instrumental and lyrical music there. It doesn't really fit in a particular genre as far as saying it's all one way or the other. Um, and then I can't remember the other artists that she said, but she she just said, you know, it's hard to get excited about some of the music that's on the radio these days because it all sounds the same. I said, oh, I completely agree. But the benefit of living here, though I haven't been out a lot and, you know, gone to a lot of venues or anything as far as with, you know, music and stuff yet, it's there's always different artists. And so, you know, I can you know how to get your hands on their music, even if it's not, you know, on iTunes or stuff like that. So we were kind of talking about that. But I do think with not necessarily age, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but you just there's a point where you're like, okay, this same vibe or the same, whatever's just, I need to change for a little bit. And I would then say a drastic change to kind of be like, Oh, I want to get in more to the lyrics and the, that than it's the flaming lips. If it's not like you want to bounce around, dance in your car and be happy, you know, <laughs> then you can pick something else. But it was, I, I wouldn't, I won't buy it, but I could see me once in a while being like, okay, how do I feel about it today? Because I think depending on the day, you, the way you appreciate it will definitely change. You know, now I just want to listen to some of The Doors. I know. I love The Doors. The Doors I, is really, great. I didn't know that. Well, I, yeah. So I, mom, my mom had their record, I think. Which one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't remember which one. What's on the cover? Um, um, I don't know. It's probably in my closet and I don't remember. I just remember seeing it. Like, I think it's a black album. 
That's the first the, album, The Doors. With the white, yeah, I think it is their first one with like the kind of electric. It looks like um, blo- it's like white white lettering. I think but it's, it's, real gr- thin. it's it's I think it's green lettering. Yeah, all right. So yeah, like light green or something. But it kind of looks like they're trying to be. It's an electric sign, but it's not like a neon sign. I'll have to pull it out. But I remember a little bit just seeing the album co- cover and then her playing it. So just vaguely. But then when I went to college. My friend Emerson, Shane Emerson, he loved the doors. Like it was it it was in his like CD player. It was just all the time and he loved to watch the movie. Yeah, the with, movie sucks. Yeah, yeah, but he loved to watch it. And I more for the music and just whatever, but in like our freshman and sophomore year, like all his buddies, he w- my sophomore year, I lived off campus, me and a friend and so when he he lived in a house with a bunch of guys with one TV and they're like Emerson were not watching the doors like there was only one or two that would on occasion if they was just three of them would let him watch it. But he would like call me and my friend and be like, can I bring a six pack <laughs> in the doors? And I'm like, sure. So I because we didn't watch a lot of TV, we were always like busy or whatever but I sat down and Emerson was just a great guy. He's just a big cuddly teddy bear to hang out with and you know, everything else. And so I was like, dude, what are you watching? What's this doors thing? What are you talking about? He's like the doors, man. And I was like, okay. He's like, you got to watch it. Sit down. And I was like doing laundry and doing all this stuff. He's like, just, and so every time after that, I'm like, I will watch the doors with you. And I mostly watched it just because of the music. So, um, I know we kind of got off track on the topic, but music's always fun. So, I did my challenge. It wasn't horrible. Uh, it was an experience, and I, I, I listened. <laughs> I, I wasn't necessarily inspired, but it was thought-provoking. Let's put it that way. Cool. Uh, um, but the other thing, because I am in Lent in season, um, we talked about, I think, in the last recording that we did, with that I was going to give up social media. And I think I said TV on it, but maybe I didn't oh, uh, you did. I clarify don't think, that, too. I don't think but, you did. Yeah, so social media and TV, I have given up since um, Valentine's Day. And so, like I told you when we were talking about what do we want to do, what is the topic we want to talk about, I was like, man, it's funny, I've not watched TV, I've been reading more, I've just been a little bit more productive because I'm not on my phone looking at other people's lives, like, come on, I'm whatever. It's not horrible, and I'm not checking the news on Twitter all the time or whatever, so... Um, That's actually been really nice, but the TV thing just made me think about like, okay, so I'm not watching TV, and if I was watching TV, what TV show would I be watching right now? And then I was like, oh man, but that's not as good as when I was a kid. And do you you know remember when I used to watch this? And so I was like, Brian, let's talk about the TV shows. And this was a topic somebody asked us to maybe think about was you know, the TV shows that we watched as a kid, as kids that we loved, or even as young adults that kind of spoke to the era of that time and then how much it's also brought me to think about how much has evolved with TV and how frankly because of those I think that the whole enjoyment of what it used to be to watch TV as a kid has been completely destroyed (laughs) (laughs) I've come to this real realization a little bit that I'm like man these shows aren't that great and it's not you used to TV used to be something, I don't know about for you, but TV used to be something to look forward to, kind of like 
because you had like TGI, like TGIF. So you knew these shows were going to be on Friday night. And if you weren't going to be home and you were going to miss them, you were just going to miss them, man. And that, you know, that was like a bummer. And then, you know, you just knew, well, we have to be home at this time. If you want to watch this show. And now it's like, well, I can watch it whenever I want and I can watch it all at once. And I kind of think it takes the, I mean, it, the enjoyment of the story and stuff may still be there, but I think it also takes the enjoyment of just being excited about what television was supposed to be entertainment and things like that um, at a different level. And I also feel like in this time that um, it, because of all this accessibility, then it, it is creating this binge watching and sitting because before it was like, okay, well we just need to be home at this thing and it's an hour program and then it's off. Because I was like, man, I've listed all these shows we're going to talk about. And I was like, I watched a lot of TV. And I was like, I really didn't. I didn't watch a lot of TV. I watched a 30-minute pocket maybe once a night or an hour once a night after we watched the news. But to sit in front of the TV for hours on end because it, the scheduling and the things just didn't didn't you know really adhere to that. So... I look at it and thought I watched a lot of TV, but I'm like, no, we would sit, watch that show and then go do something. Cause that show we wanted to see was done and it was done in 30 minutes. I didn't sit and binge 20 episodes of it yeah, because I had to different. wait until the next week. So, I mean, not that that's this big epiphany and people are like, yeah, Wendy, duh, I've already realized that. But I mean, as you're completely removed from it, I was like, man, that was stuff that I guess as a kid, I didn't realize I was excited about was looking forward to every week knowing that you may risk the you may risk missing a show and then if you did then too bad unless you had a vc vcr <laughs> yeah i um yeah the vcr was okay sorry i went on a tangent no a bit. it's just kind of <laughs> interesting that um i would record stuff with the vcr but i do not dvr period you, what no way that shocks me brian I, I love it, but it's the worst thing ever. Like, I'm glad I get to do it. I'll DVR a bunch of stuff, but that's the problem. I, ha I have a bunch of stuff on the DVR that I never watch, period. So why do you record it to start with? Because I think that I'll go back and watch it at some point, but I don't. Um, that's interesting. That's really interesting. If I watch something, I want to watch it live or I want to watch it on Hulu later. Yeah, and so so some little fun facts as we jump into the TV shows of our past and our present and all of that other kind of stuff. So um, I was trying to think about the things that have changed the type of programs too. Cause as I was listing out stuff, I was like, why has the, like the stories and the platforms and stuff changed so much. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well there's everything's reality TV now or these competition oh shows or all that kind of stuff. So here's some fun facts, bringing back the fun facts. Um, reality TV started in 1992 with the real world on MTV. So thank you MTV for ruining TV for the rest of our lives. Um, and then, and then there became less and less, um, videos as well. Um, and then Netflix came along in 1997, but they started streaming their own shows, like their own television series that you sit and binge watch um, in 2013. Hulu came on board in 2007. 
and Amazon 2011. Yeah, Hulu originally was in response. It was the um, net TV TV network's response to YouTube. Um, yeah, they were trying to uh, compete with YouTube because they thought that YouTube was going to destroy them. And hey, look, eleven years later, YouTube is yet to destroy TV. Exactly, because they it can be used for so many things. It's not TV, you know. Yeah. It's not. TV network. I mean, yeah, I mean, at least pi- the piracy of TV uh, on YouTube isn't what is ruining TV. I think TV is ruining TV. But um, but yeah, so but we wanted to talk a little bit about like the stuff we used to watch, I think. Um, yes. So uh, I, I kind of went this is kind of how I was making my list. Sure. And then I was like, OK, I don't want it all to like, how am I going to blend it all without but differentiate like the the age as I grew up, the things and how, and then how the TV shows change. So I was born in the late seventies and I was kind of looking and I was like, okay, what shows were around? Well, the first I'll have to say is I remember. And so it had to be in the seventies cause I was really young is I never wanted to miss the Barbara Mandrell show, which was like a variety show. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was in the late seventies, early eighties at best. It was like a variety. It was like, you know, the end of an era where variety shows were dying. Um, the Carol Burnett show, which was a phenomenal show. That's hilarious. I mean, that was hilarious. Um, but the Carol Burnett show was great. So it was the Barbara Mandrell show was music. I mean, they had performers on all the time and everything like that. So it was like going from the the end of an era of variety shows that were, you know, music based, like the Johnny Cash show and all those that used to be. And then you know, 20 years later, here comes American Idol. And I guess that's the new version of, you know, music shows that were the Barbara Mandel show. But I love that because it was her and her two sisters and they would sing songs, but then they'd have guests on and they do funny skits and all that kind of stuff. But then also in the seventies. So if I say the seventies, because you weren't born in the seventies, I was, (laughs) were you 79? Yeah, you were 79. That's right. We're a year, yeah, we have the one year. So we're very on the tail end of it. But then obviously there's still those episodes or there's still those series that stay in play. So when you think of, you know, your first memories of television, what are the first, like? I have three shows. One, yes. I, va- I I don't really, I my mom told me that it was my favorite show. <laughs> but I don't remember watching it as a kid. But I'm going to mention it anyway. Uh, okay. The three shows that I have the earliest memories of, um, The Incredible Hulk. With Bill Bixby yep. and Lou Ferrigno, uh, yep. Wonder Woman, yep, and Alice for some reason. Alice, oh, okay, so that one we have in common. Now that you mentioned the other ones, I remember watching them, but they weren't the ones that come to my mind. But that doesn't surprise me based on what we're interested in. But Alice, I always liked, and I, I, I like the idea of approaching this chronologically because that's a challenge, yeah. and that's yeah. sort of how my brain works anyway. Yes, this is why I did it. Yes. So let's. So um, can I, let me let me let me go for a couple of minutes here while I sort of think through this the stuff that. Um, so earliest memory I have of TV, uh, two, the two are um, Mel's Diner closing in Alice. I remember that. Yeah, yep, that was sad. That was sad, and of course, um, the Incredible Hulk. I love the Incredible Hulk. Um, I remember being scared, scared when the Incredible Hulk would show up. When he got angry. When he got angry. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Um, but other shows sort of fade in and out, like um, Different Strokes was definitely a show that 
Yes, that was on my list. I like Different Strokes. Different Strokes was a show that I had a lot of love for as a kid. Um, around the same time, Mork and Mindy. Yes, that one was great because Robin Williams was so funny. So funny. And I remember for us being from Colorado, it was based in Boulder. Oh, I didn't know, know that. Yeah, well, that's where the, yeah, the story was. Mork and Mindy lived in Boulder, Colorado. So I think right now we're roughly in around 83, 84 um, around that same time, uh, we would have had, um, the facts of life. I was big into, yes, I loved the facts of life. That's like, I, I made my list and then like I did the asterisks and facts of life, man. I loved that show. Joe was my favorite Joe and Rudy or Sorry. So my, fa- <laughs> my favorite show of all time was from this period too, but I didn't watch it until I was a teenager and an adult. Do you want to guess what it was? Favorite show of all time. Sanford and Son. It's that's yeah, that's I mean that's tied. So I have two <laughs> two favorite shows of all time. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son of the other. I love God, I love the I love Sanford and Son so much. Yeah. I have I have fond memories of watching Sanford and Son on my black and white TV <laughs> in my bedroom as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? MASH. <gasps> so Yes. So I put that down because dad loved watching MASH. I like love a lot MASH. of a lot of my TV memories, it's very funny too because it's not just chronological. I can bucket the TV shows that I watched with my mom in a separate room or that I watched with my dad and my dad watched most of the TV. Um just because that's how he unwound, you know, unwound from his day, but even like in the summers and stuff because of his seasonal work like we come in for a lunch break and we'd watch some TV or whatever. So, but Yes, MASH I loved, but from the 70s and into the early 80s, but mostly in the 70s, what I, the show I loved, 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 Laverne and Shirley. You know, I remember watching Laverne and Shirley, but I just don't have an affinity for it. It was just fun. And I think it's probably a girl thing, maybe, but uh, maybe not. But they were just funny. Penny Marshall, and they were just funny. It was just a good show. So. You like you brought up some that I didn't even have listed. So the Hulk and Wonder Woman. And I remember I liked Wonder Woman, but I just didn't clutch into it like I did. The Facts of Life, Laverne and Shirley, MASH. Those were some of mine. But here's some of the other ones that I always, when there was a rerun or we had a chance to watch it, I did enjoy was Taxi. Uh, I like Taxi. I, I don't love Taxi, but I know there's a lot of people out there who think Taxi is the greatest show of all time. I don't know that it was the greatest, but it was entertaining. It was, and then Happy Days. I always loved Happy Days just because of Fonzie. Like that yeah, was. Yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah, I just Happy Days was one that I could sit, and it didn't matter. It was kind of mindless entertainment. But so the my top ones were Laverne and Shirley, The Facts of Life, um, Alice. Those were kind of my top in Mash. Those were like my top four in the seventies. But some others that were mentioned on this list I were looking at too was Three's Company. Yeah, I love Three's Company. We happened to, at our house, watch the Bob Newhart show a lot. Uh, so I love Newhart. I wasn't a big fan of the Bob Newhart show. You didn't like Larry Daryl and Daryl? No, that, I mean, was, that was Newhart. Oh, that was Newhart. See, you know the difference. Look at you. And then What's Happening. Once in a while, we would oh, mix wow. in What's Happening. What's happening? And what's happening was really good. I, I was like, I need to look up some of these. Not that I'm going to go binge watching them, but you know what? Maybe I'll just, my next 30 days or 40 days will not be about watching TV. It'll just be like, find an old series of some, you know, old episode of something that you loved and watch it again. So as we roll off the seventies, man, you win that with the Hulk and Wonder Woman. I bet most people would, those would be like in their top. Um, the eighties, the eighties had a ton of TV. 
ton. There's so much TV from the 80s that it, we could do a whole series of... Just that. Yeah. Just that. So I, I looked at it in kind of three three venues, or three, not genres. Let's do genres, venues. I don't know what I'm talking about. So I did sitcom, I did drama, and I did like kids shows because there were some incredible kids shows in the 80s. So that was the era of Alf, <laughs> Fraggle Rock, and the Muppets. I mean, no wonder I like I never missed the Muppets. I did everything I could to watch the Muppet show. Okay. <laughs> you're you're scanning. There's Alf. Look at he's right there in your office. There's two of them. There's four there's, of them. There's four. Oh, yeah. there's four of them. Look at see. But so those were like to me the kid kind of but they were at night. They weren't Sunday morning cartoon jet or any of that. They were Friday evenings or something in the evening that kids could watch. So the Muppets, Alf, and Fraggle Rock. Uh, Loved so all of those. Fraggle Rock, wasn't Fraggle Rock an HBO show? No, it was, we didn't have cable. So I never had cable in my house that I grew up in. We only had public television. So it, I think it started as a cable show, but then went, they moved it to maybe for a short time over to public television, but and then yeah, it became I don't remember a, that. it became a Saturday morning thing that you could watch Fraggle Rock at least in Colorado. So yeah, I don't know. So Alf is such a weird show. It is. <laughs> it was so great. So I, and it was so lost on me at that age. It's, I loved it, but I was so lost on me. Now if I watch it, I'm sure I'm like, what was I watching? <laughs> Alf as a puppet was awesome but when alf was the um the midget in the costume when he, when he was like a wide oh, shot yeah. of alf running somewhere yeah. it that, was awkward that was awkward that was awkward it was and the cartoon they did an alf cartoon for yeah. a short bit and yeah. that was a whole that was a complete dive that was no good it wasn't very good no so let's talk about kind of some drama tv like what the 80s find trauma because i mean like as a kid i loved um dallas believe it or not <laughs> that's exactly what i might so i look at it like i said with my mom and my dad so that was the air of dallas dynasty falcon crest knots landing um so, <laughs> so like, those are like my mom's shows and i like dallas and uh, i even watched the remake that they did a few years back can watch can watch that too she really she really liked that I did. I was mad that they just ended it. I was like, really? Come on, man. And then I was like, oh, God, I'm my mom's daughter. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what you consider, like, the A-team and Knight Rider, like, yes. drama? Yep, I would. Uh, action drama. Those are action drama because I had those on my list. So, Dallas, my three were Dallas, A-team, and Knight Rider. <laughs> like, I I love A-team. I love Knight Rider. I love Dallas. So, I think we agree. I th yes. Because I'm going to classify MASH as a 70s series because it ended in the 80s, but it spent 90% uh, of its lifespan in the 70s. Yeah. And a lot of these span over decades. Um, yeah. Hey, we, we are in full agreement there. Yes. And so... What about, what, about, what about Airwolf? Did you like Airwolf? Oh, I forgot about Airwolf. I did watch that. That was a good one. Because it had the guy... What, um, who was the, that wasn't the guy, what was the show, man, that had the guy with the old GMC pickup? Oh, I'm going to have to look this up. There was, there was a show, and I can't believe it wasn't on one of our lists, and it was like this tough guy who drove this big jacked up 
of course, this is why I remember the TV show. I'm telling all over myself about the things that I get excited about. It was like this not stupid jacked up, but like just big old, probably 1970s brown and tan GMC pickup. And he would like use that and like jump out of it and jump into a plane. It wasn't MacGyver. I'll have to look. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Do you remember Fall Guy? I remember Fall Guy. I love Fall Guy. A couple other things I want to mention if we're going to talk 80s. If we're just just saying the 80s in general, because that is such a... That's that's a decade. That's the yeah. first full decade of our lives. So yeah. there are other series I love as well. Uh, like I loved Quantum Leap. Yes, I had that one written down. My dad and I watched that one. That was really good. It was. What about Hunter? Did you watch Hunter? Oh my gosh, that sounds familiar, but I don't remember it watching. Was a, it was a cop show on NBC Saturday Night. Um, let's see here. Who was the I? Well, and the other one that I wrote, so when the mix, when we're talking about those kind of things, the one cop show we watched a lot was Knight Rider always, Hunter I didn't remember, Fall Guy I loved, MacGyver was big in the 80s, and then A-Team, of course, Cagney and Lacey. Yeah, there's Cagney and Lacey. Um, yeah, I mean, that was... We liked that. My mom and I liked that one. That uh, was a good one. Let's see here. There's an... Oh, what about The Equalizer? Never even heard of that one. You never, you don't. So, so they made a movie, uh, a remake of it with Denzel Washington a few years ago. Okay. But in the 80s, it was an old white dude. Okay. I'll have to check that. Okay. The Hunter, I'm going to have to look into. You know, the other one. Um, okay. So this one surprises me that you haven't mentioned it. And so we, we can kind of go into the, the comedy or the sitcom or the other area. But there was a show that my dad would watch, and I loved it, too, about radio. Do you know what I'm WKRP talking about? WKRP in Cincinnati. Yes, the, I loved that I with lo- Lonnie Anderson. It's like, it's like, baby, did you ever wonder, <laughs> wonder whatever became of me? I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. I've sang way more in this episode than any other. Cincinnati, WKRP. Yeah, I love WKRP in Cincinnati. That actually... Um, when I start my first job again was in radio. I thought it yeah. was going to be like WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, it, dude, I loved that show, and I can't remember the main DJ guy's name with the long hair and the sunglasses or the glasses. Uh, okay, it wasn't Venus Flytrap? It was. Um, no, I think it. No, that was his partner. Like, yeah, that had the other competing show or whatever. Okay, uh, loved that show though. That it, was a great show. Man, I'm gonna have to look it up because I just. Uh, the 80s also brought us Dukes of Hazard. Loved the Dukes. I thought Dukes we, of Hazard began in the that. 70s, but I guess you're... It, yeah, it's Johnny, Fe- jo- Johnny Fever. That's right, Johnny Fever. It was something just so <laughs> radio. <laughs> Johnny Fever, that was great. I would, like, I'm like, okay, we need to bring back the WKRP in Cincinnati. Um, so Dukes, Dukes of Hazzard... I Dukes lo- was, I think, split between the two decades. Yeah, it started in 79. Um, okay. I loved Dukes of Hazard, And Dukes of Hazard basically was Wilkes County, the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really. It really <laughs> it was. was. It legit. Yeah. No, no, I know you're like, not joking. My, my, my podcast that I do, Happy Day in Wilkes, or the Happy Daily, is is kind of like the spiritual successor of the Dukes of Hazard, you know, <laughs> minus like the car jumping and stuff like that. Um. <laughs> It was a great show. I loved the Dukes, but then the eighties also introduced us into like, it went from 
what we grew up as traditional sitcom or dramas and things like that. You had MacGyver, you had that. So you had the golden girls. Oh I God. Loved I love the golden girls. girls. And I, my three friends from college now were like, dude, we're getting, you know, we're getting up there. We're not old. Wendy, we're not old. Wendy. Do you, you're, <laughs> do you remember your going away gift? Yes, I do. I know. And it said, thank you for being a friend. I, I made sure that I made sure that I got you something in a gigantic box. <laughs> I wanted to make sure that nobody else got you anything as big. And, you know, it's like... And that gift sits lovingly in my dining room in the corner, greeting people as they come in my house. If you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, <laughs> you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for thank being you. a friend. And I'm, gl- I'm glad you got it. I did. I did. It was awesome. Did anybody else get it? They probably. I don't think, th- I don't think they did. <laughs> I don't think they did. That's why it was great. But that, yeah. So I have my my three college friends that we've you know stayed really close and travel and do stuff together. So we've kind of designated each other as one of the Golden Girls. Ooh. Which one do you, which one do you think I am? Betty. I mean Rose. Betty no. White. You're not. No. Dorothy. Not because you don't. Well, you don't know the other three. So it's don't hard tell me. Don't you. tell me you're Dorothy. No, I'm not. Sophia. Yes. <laughs> Because of the four, I'm the kind of mouthy say whatever. <laughs> yeah, say whatever I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we're not identical, right? We're not identical to those personalities. But in our little group of four, which ones do we resemble most? And my my friend, uh, my friends were like, "Yeah, you're Sophia. You're like the crotchety old woman <laughs> who's like, ah, eh, whatever." <laughs> well, she she and Rose were the two most popular. Yep. And and Estelle Getty was the youngest. Which is funny. Yeah, like that—that that astonished me. But yeah, that was. <laughs> you just sent me this creepy <laughs> picture with your face. It's not my face. It's 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 a friend of mine. So do you know? Um, do you know? Have you ever seen like the Honest Trailers? Yes. Um, so my buddy John is the guy who does the voice in those, and that's his picture. Uh he just well, he he makes a pretty rose. <laughs> yeah, he does. I just, I literally happened to be looking at Twitter as we were talking and I'm like, oh, the Golden Girls. I didn't even see John's face on it until I, until I gave it, until I shared it with you. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. But so we got, we got the Golden Girls and then started, like, my dad used to really like um, Murder, She Wrote. That oh, was God. pretty good. We, ha- um, we haven't mentioned Cheers. Cheers was good. And that started, so that was like the very tail end of the 80s and then into the mm, 90s. Cheers was like 83, 84. Okay, I don't know this. The list I just was like looking for stuff. Um, but some of the things that Max oh no, had Cheers room, is eighty two. Oh yeah, I thought it was closer to the oh, it's eighty two. Okay, yeah. well then, boom, Cheers. We watched Cheers. We liked Cheers. Um, some of the things we didn't watch as much of um was like there was Designing Women. I did watch that, but that yeah, I was did not too. um the Love Boat. Um, Married with Children started in the eighties. Like 87, yeah. Yep. And then this started, I think, the comedy show. Do you remember? I think we watched it like once or twice and they're like, this guy's not that funny. Um, the Gary Shandling show. It was like, this the is first a theme to Gary of- show. The opening theme to Gary show. <laughs> Gary called me up and asked if I would write his theme song. I'm always almost halfway finished. How do you like it so far? How do you like the theme to Gary show? I love that show. 
course you did. You are impressing me beyond belief right now. Doctor Who, I'm surprised you didn't watch Doctor Who. I, I didn't say I didn't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> of course, Doctor Who goes back to the TV show goes back to like the 50s and 60s. Oh, yeah. Like black and white. Yeah. yeah but like old school. I'm surprised you watched Doctor Who. I didn't. <laughs> Oh. I just knew it was a big show that a lot of people watched, it, and, and it, I remember it, it was a, it came on after one of the other shows that I watched. Which are you being served? I love, no. <laughs> okay, that was my guess. It was either going to be that or Red Dwarf. I don't know. I just remember going. This is creepy. Beginning. I'm not going to watch this show, but I don't remember if it was. It came on after I watched Quincy, and I think God, I don't know. Quincy. I think. I loved Quincy. Yeah, I dad, like I, I think I've said before, my dad would be like once in a while break the rules and be like, "You can stay up late and watch this 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 coroner show with me, Quincy." But I think Doctor Who came on late after it. Doctor and I was Who, like, that's crazy. Doctor Who aired on PBS in the U.S. Oh, okay. Yes, it did. That's maybe, and I didn't watch a lot on PBS. No, but. Normally, like it would air like around, um, if it like late at night, it would air at least. Well, actually, you weren't from North Carolina on North Carolina public TV. It was like after Are You Being Served, which is like a really crappy British uh, sitcom from the seventies, oh, okay. or or Red Dwarf, which was a phenomenal show at the time, which was a science fiction show from BBC that was a comedy and weird. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember that one. Um, but yeah, I, I, there was also uh, the Tracy Ullman show. It's where The Simpsons got its start. Yep, exactly. So that I was like, okay, well, that was a catalyst, and I remember watching that once in a while. But there were, I think, there was some probably appropriate appropriateness things that we didn't okay. watch okay, as okay. children. Okay, so uh, The Simpsons. If things had worked like they should have, The Simpsons would be my favorite show of all time. But it started sucking like after the seventh season. Yeah. Uh, so I like I, at some point like I had a complete, I mean, nearly completest knowledge. Not as much as like my friend Alex, who knows or who knew every episode by the code number uh, designation. Um, but I loved The Simpsons, but it died. But you're so you mentioned Married with Children. And you yep. mentioned Tracy Ullman. So those were uh, early Fox shows. Do you remember Beans Baxter? No, I don't. <laughs> I remember. Why do I recall like the weird title? But I don't recall the, the show at all. Uh, so, not, the, not Mr. Bean. Right? <laughs> no, not. not okay. Not, so the I'm new like, adventures what? of Beans Baxter was from 1987, <laughs> if I remember right, which would have been one of the like the first year Fox, one of the first years. So yep. basically he was like a teenage spy. Oh, gosh. And I don't know. <laughs> And it, was, it was it was a comedy, and it I thought it was awesome at the time. But the fact that you didn't have cable just made, means you're missing out like on all the awesome Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, and I I mean we watched we had enough without it. I, I the, when I went to friends' houses that had cable, all I wanted to do was watch CMT and oh, TV because I loved music. Because I just wanted to watch. But this music means videos. that you missed out on all the wonderful things from my childhood, like which was like childhood so somebody from the 50s childhood uh like um my three sons oh i do remember my three sons i mean like the reap like the reruns and stuff of that and dennis I the menace that. dennis the menace i don't remember don't remember that have you seen my um, facebook profile photo i guess you haven't since um not not since valentine's day yeah. i don't know what your facebook profile Here. looks like you know what other tv show came in the 80s there's so many great ones that i would it was a riot it was a really great show and I think a lot of people will either like, yeah, or be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Night Court. Oh, God, I love Night Court. Bull. I mean, that was 
just, oh, I loved that show. Harry, the judge. Like, it was just a train wreck and a half. There was all sorts <laughs> Yes, you should put your face on Dennis the Miss. <laughs> and then the Jeffersons. Jefferson, Jefferson's also it was a spinoff of All in the Family. Yep. And then you had the Cosby show, obviously, one of the biggest. Family <sighs> Ties, Alex P. Keaton. Yeah. We had that. Pee Wee's Playhouse presented itself on Saturday morning. On CBS. In the 80s. Yeah. Yes, it did. Pee Wee's. And then the Wonder Years, which I never really liked the Wonder Years. I think we watched it because it was on like on Saturdays we or whatever, are, but we, I didn't like it. We are farther away from the airing of the Wonder Years than the Wonder Years were from the their topic, their date of uh, presentation. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. World. Wow. So, yeah, I, I wasn't big on that Magnum P.I. Yeah, of course. Was, it was pretty all right, but so, those were Star Trek. Star Trek was the 80s. The next, next Generation, yes. Yep. Uh, so, so you haven't mentioned you mentioned TGIF early on, but you haven't mentioned a single thing from TGIF yet. Well, because that's the nineties. TGIF mm-hmm, in the nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did it start in the eighties? It did. Uh, well, okay. So what was the eighties lineup? Because I only recall I only recall TGIF in the nineties. Uh, so Perfect Strangers started. I loved Balky. Yes, and that was great. So the so. Uh, Perfect Stranger started in 1989, so right oh, at the. Oh, so you're right on the cusp. Okay, okay. But if you watch that show, it is definitely from the 80s. Oh yeah, it's just, but it's <laughs> funny, Larry and Balky, man, that was great. Larry Appleton and Balky Bartokamos. <laughs> hey, so Stacy, our friend Stacy, who was on the show early on, is uh, Greek. We should ask her if Bartokamos is an actual Greek an actual name. Greek name. Yeah, do that on Monday or on Tuesday or tomorrow. I'll see her tomorrow. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and ask her, and she'll be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so from uh from I'm gonna text her right now. Actually, uh, <laughs> she's probably asleep. Uh yeah, she's probably asleep. Never mind. So um, did you okay? Most of most of TGIF is crap at this point, but apparently. Oh, I don't even. I didn't know it still existed. Well, like, no, I, I mean, hardly like, watch any public sh- television. Sh- anymore. It's horrible. Well, the shows that were on TGIF are terrible for the most part. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Most but, of them, except Family Matters. I loved Family uh, Matters. Urkel. Urkel. probably the worst one. Um, Urkel, I know, but Urkel. Wait. But apparently, apparently, Perfect Strangers has aged incredibly well. Really, I have friends who are watching it now from the beginning. And they really? say that it has aged extremely, extremely well. Typically, these shows age poorly. Like, go back yeah. and watch Knight Rider now. It's crap. Oh, it was crap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because it was kind of crap then. The only reason it was cool is because the car talked. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Everything talks now. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, home Improvement. Oh, God. I love. We watched Home Improvement. That was I don't know. That I loved it. Far but it was and away, good. the biggest. Like, Tim Allen, for a period of time, was far and away the biggest star in America. That is hard oh, to believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, I did. I will say I liked Family Matters. That was my favorite TGF because I was never a big Full House fan. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So that I liked. You mentioned Full House. Yeah. Do you have Netflix? I do. And they have like the Fuller House or whatever. I have no desire. Kim loves that (laughs) show. I think my I think my I think our friend Allison does too. I think it she's is watching. so terrible, but Kim <laughs> loves it. The only show on TV, and Kim also loves this, that I can say without a doubt is worse than Fuller House is Will and Grace. Yeah, I never really got in. I mean, I don't even think that I may have stumbled upon it and then just watch it to watch it, but I never I've, got into. Will I've, and Grace. Ne- I've never watched it. I think they canceled it and it came back. Um, if I remember right. 
Uh, yep. Kim is watching that, and before we started recording tonight, she was watching it on DVR, <laughs> and I was in there, and it's so terrible. It is so bad. So the other the other thing that the 90s started to shift were you got into shows like Beverly Hills 90210. I did mm. watch that, yeah. and I did religiously every week go and watch that in my parents' bedroom because we had a TV in their bedroom and a TV out in the living room, and they're like, go watch that crap in there. And then 21 Jump Street. I think my dad maybe watched That was an 80 show. 20, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it spanned, maybe. Um, but then, do, well, like, so the first version of Grey's Anatomy started in the in the 90s, which was ER. We watched oh, ER I'm like, for what, I'm like, what are you talking about? Actually, I guess 21, yeah, 21 Jump Street started in 87. That's what I thought. Yeah, but then it went to almost the, like, mid. Oh, only till 91? Okay. Yeah. Um, but then you have, like, there was ER, Friends, which was, like, by far my favorite 90s TV show was Friends. Um, there was one called My Two Dads. Do you remember that one? Of course, yeah. I was, I think that was on NBC. It was not great, no. but it was, it was, it was there. So the '90s things started kind of falling apart. I mean, Doogie Howser, you had ER, um, Saved by the Bell. I did love Saved by the Bell, but that was Saturday mornings that Saved by the Bell came on for us. So, I don't think it was. I don't think it was an evening show. So you're talking about all this stuff and. Like all the stuff from the '90s, and I'm just thinking of this show called Super Force. It was I've, this, heard, I've heard of it. But it never was saw terrible. It. it aired from like the early nine. It was in the early '90s. Basically, it was about a former astronaut who went to Mars who had this advanced alien exosuit that he was he was able to uh, navigate Mars with, and he comes back uh, to the Earth. And he uses that suit to fight crime. It's the most preposterous thing. <laughs> and I wish it were on Blu-ray because I kind of want to watch it. It sounds like your head, the headmaster's thing. It's like a bad oh, oh, take on something. An- another else. show. Okay, so we didn't mention. So from the seventies, there was a show Kung Fu with David Carradine. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad used to watch that one. But he, they made. I mean, obviously, was like reruns and stuff. It, but. In the nineties, there was a sequel to it, a sequel TV show, a follow up yes. called uh, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. It was terrible, yes. terrible. And I loved it. it. I we loved did it. Watched it. We did watch it because my dad loved him. That the actor. David so we Kareem, did watch yeah. that. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. And then I do. So the only other like random nineties show. So Fresh Prince Bel Air. But do you remember there was a show? called Mr. Belvedere. Of course. <laughs> that was on ABC. I, I look at you remember the channels. Like I was such a like me, I'm just remembering these shows like fondly and just remembering just remembering them, but you remember all the details about them. Yeah, so um who was the actor that played me? He's dead now. He died. Um Christopher Hewitt. Yes, 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 yes. God. That was a good show, But it had though. Bob Uecker in it. Bob Uecker was the big star from that show. Yes, yes. Oh, God. So that now, was good. Now, he, even though he wasn't in it, now I'm thinking of Small Wonder. Yeah. Well, the two, like, as we're talking, I'm like, you know what? The two that weren't on a list, but I remember, Small Wonder, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. And there was a Punky Brewster cartoon. If you, I don't yes, know if you remember pu- that. And, yeah, and I liked the Punky, the, like, the Punky Brewster cartoon wasn't bad. <laughs> now, I'm just going to mention terrible shows from the 90s that I loved. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, oh! <laughs> She, oh, the dinosaurs! Dinosaurs. I about the dinosaurs. dinosaurs I is a good show. The uh, that was, yeah, <laughs> but another, another terrible show. She's the sheriff. I have no idea what that is. Was that Lonnie Anderson? 
Oh, probably. She was probably trying to make a comeback from WKRP, and she just didn't. Ha- it wasn't happening. Probably was not happening. No, I, no, but- no, no, no. Suzanne Summers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she was trying to make a comeback from Three's Company. <laughs> yeah. So uh, terrible show. That was only that was in the eighties. I thought that was the nineties. Um, God, there's so many terrible shows that I watched. I watched so much TV back then. I no, I I told yeah, Small Wonder, Punky Brewster. Oh, ninety show that you. I guarantee. Well, I can't say I guarantee you didn't watch it, but I bet you didn't. What starred Chris Elliott? Get a life. Did you ever watch that? Oh, I didn't watch it religiously, but I remember it. So that and it was just weird. And then was was in Living Color in the nineties yes. too? Because that was like they were starting to bring back variety TV a little bit again. I'm trying to think of anything else in the nineties that I like. I know there's a bunch. Like in the nineties, I got so busy, like because that was the start of high school. Arsenio it, Hall. Arsenio Hall, Living Color. I didn't watch Arsenio Hall. That was on too late. I was in bed. If it didn't come on before 9.30, I was done. Um, but there, I mean, there was like a big shift in in the television world, like at the in mid to, to late 90s into the 2000s. Because then as you transition into the 2000s, like, Really, that's where like that seventy show was like the only real, and maybe in Seinfeld was just like at the end of its loop, right? For I, sitcoms, I got, I got nothing after the nineties. I stopped watching TV basically. Yeah, I mean, House, maybe American Idol was there. Then all the reality TV. I watched to kick every in. episode of House, and um, that that was a good show. Grey's Anatomy <sighs> was a big one, and then whatever their like sister kind of shows were that kind of tail tailed those but the 2000s things kind of started i don't know if writers like started to leave tv and move more to movies i don't know what happened but between like mid 90s to the 2000s crap started falling apart (laughs) i guess i guess if we're going to talk about um stuff that i watched in the 90s even though we sort of talked about star trek the next generation my favorite star trek series uh, which was Deep Space Nine, pretty much ran its entire life in the in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, it was the best. That's far and away the best Star Trek series ever. That was your, yeah. With, with except, like, yes, people can argue the original series, but I still think uh, uh, Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine, Nine is the best. Dad, like, Dad did watch Star Trek once in a while, but I think it was more like the, you know, the the reruns and stuff like that. I remember some TV shows that I like, they were just before my time, but they were, like, I just remember watching them leave it to Beaver, Andy Griffith show, all those kinds of things too. But like, so did you, after the 2000, oh, what about, ahead. what about the, uh, leave it to beaver, uh, revival show? Oh no, no, no. Didn't watch that. I don't remember uh, that one. It was called, uh, Oh, Oh the, no, it was called the new leave it to beaver. Oh, that's and it was, original. And it was terrible. <laughs> it was bad as the name. <laughs> We're also known I, as still the beaver, but yeah. Oh, uh, okay. No, I don't remember that one at all. But yeah, I think, dude, like you said, after the 90s, like TV just kind of fell apart. And then like 2010, that kind of decade that we're in now, you're talking about the Big Bang Theory, The Walking I Dead. Hate, like, I hate things, the Big Bang Theory. I haven't watched The Walking and, Dead since the first season. Well, and again, you're talking the late, the early ni- 90s to the to the well mid to late 90s netflix per starts presenting itself and all these new ways to watch tv present themselves and then just your regular traditional public television you know routine is just just up upended and all of it's a lot of singing competition shows like american idol 
um, or, you know, stuff like that. There's not very many sitcoms and, and the ones that there, there are, they're even trying to come bring back the old ones, you know, and there's a few, I think how, how I met your mother. I, I watched that one pretty religiously when it came out for the first couple of years. Cause I did enjoy that. I thought it was, funny. Oh, Oh, it's got what's her face in it from Buffy, the vampire slayer. I completely missed Buffy, the vampire slayer. Allison something planning yeah. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So that was a good, I mean, that one was funny. So I liked how, how I met your mother, the office. A lot of people loved the office. Never watched it. I haven't watched a single episode, haven't, but that was all like that. This is also the decades and then 2002 to 2010 is like lost. I I know a lot of people who were like lost junkies. Uh, lost was more of the 2000s, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, I think it, you know, the only early. show, the last, the only two shows from the last 15 years, I think that I've watched start to finish that weren't like uh, a Star Trek series or something like that. Oh, we completely missed the X-Files from the 90s. And I love the X-Files oh. back in the 90s. And uh, wasn't there a show called Twin Peaks or something? That was, yeah. Twin Peaks was a huge show back in like 87, 88. Okay. God, dude, you again, you never cease to amaze me with your depth of knowledge about it. My depth of knowledge, knowing roughly the year that it aired. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, But uh, the two shows from like the last 15 years that I watched again, House and Parks and Recreation. Parks and Recreation was a big one for a sitcom that they said was good. I never watched it. I never watched the, The Walking Dead, never watched Breaking Bad. I got oh, oh, Breaking Bad. How can I forget about Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad yeah. is phenomenal. Yes. So Breaking Bad never watched it, but that was a big one. Sons of Anarchy. I did end up like not binge, but catching up and watching Sons of Anarchy, um, which I liked. That was that was a good show. I think it was done well. Um, but now I was like, so I think about all this and how it's all evolved in like my what I watch and what I find entertaining now. And I'm like, man, if I sit, first of all, there's reality TV out the wazoo. So you could just watch bad, bad TV. The like first most of TV the, is, the first, is reality TV. That's not reality. The first real, reality show that I remember watching was the littlest groom. <laughs> do you, do you know what that is? I do. Unfortunately, I didn't watch it, but I remember the, that's the first one that I remember. Well, I watched MTV Real World because of co- like it started before college, but then once we got to college, cable was at the dorm. So then I could watch stuff I didn't get at home. And so I remember kind of falling into that rut. The game like now with HBO to, you know, the the Game of Thrones, I got some people convinced me and I got sucked into that. But now I most like if I watch anything on like regular public television channels it's like blue bloods chicago med chicago fire like i watch all those cop shows like i'm like a cop and i but my dad like we watched hill street blues back in the 70s Mm -hmm. or 80s. 80s that was a great show then dad watched a lot of westerns so like longmire i don't i don't know what channel that used to be on but now netflix owns it so they're still producing it but you can't watch it on public television but I've like found myself just watching bad, crappy reality TV show, which is just mindless. Or I watch nothing but cop shows. Hawaii Five O, Rizzoli and Isles, No oh, God, um, SVU. Like I watch. That's all I watch. Well, that's stuff like if on I USA. Or uh, well, Rizzoli and Isles is on TNT, but like SVU, I don't yeah. even watch TV, and that's like always on if Kim has the TV on USA. Oh yeah, it is. It is. So I, you know, what I've realized through all of this is it's like. Okay, I'm 
I enjoy TV and I'm not going to give it up forever, but I'm also realizing that it's really not that entertaining anymore. Um, <laughs> it's I, really not that entertaining anymore. <laughs> I will say that um, I can't help myself. Uh, there's two channels that I love watching when I'm at Kim's grandmother's house. Uh, <laughs> one is RFD TV. Yes. And which the, I'm mad the, I don't even get it here. And it's I get it. And I'm like, come it's on. Na- it's from Nashville. I don't want to pay more for it. I know. I don't want to pay but more to get it. You can watch uh you can watch uh the Marty Stewart show, which is what I love watching. And it's terrible, but I love it. <laughs> but also another thing that she watches and there was a there was a marathon a couple weekends ago that I was just fixated on, uh, which is investigation discovery. Yes. I get a, I get sucked into those things, I, these murder mystery shows. Homicide Hunter Joe Kinda. Yeah, that's Colorado Springs. So I'm like, this stuff was happening when I, I was a kid in Colorado I was, Springs. Okay, I didn't that, even know I was, I, so I was going to ask you if you remembered that guy being on TV when you were a kid. No, I don't remember. Like, so I've watched that. And generally, if I'm if I watch that, it's when I know I'm just going to sit down and I want to veg out and I'm, well, and I'll watch a Discovery ID and all the horrible things of murder mystery the way, there are. The way that he but, got go ahead. But he but there's like of all the ones I've watched over the last few years, there's only two murders that I remember, like even being in the news. Interesting. And I mean, Colorado Springs was two, three hours, like two, two and a half, three hours from us growing up. But it's like. I guess I didn't even see it on the news. Well, the reason the reason that guy got the TV show is because a TV station in Colorado was trying to come up with um, a TV show that they wanted to to pitch. Mm -hmm. And one of the producers said, well, when he was in news, his favorite person to interview is always uh, Lieutenant Joe Kenda. So he's so monotone. Like he has he's so like, I know, but I love it. Creepy. Yeah. Like he's just creepy. Calm. he is kind of creepy calm and it's not like in a bad way but it's like the dude has no inflection in his voice like nothing but he he can really like so his the show is completely unscripted it's at least his portion he doesn't follow a script he just off the top of his head recounts these murders and then they then they script the um dramatization around that it's uh-huh. just so fascinating. Uh, I just, I, it's, 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 it's captivating. So there's that show. And then there's another one, um, that's called, oh, that I was watching. Like I just watched a couple episodes right before I stopped watching TV, but it's like two investigators who go back and reopen cases, not cold cases, but like people who are in jail they go reopen the case wrong. It's like wrongly convicted or something. And one of the guy, the guy of the pair, it's a man and woman. He was, he was, um, put in prison and he wasn't guilty. So now they go back to these cases where the person swears they were innocent and they could have been in jail for 20, 30, 15, anywhere from 10 to, you know, 30 years and they reopen the cases and then they find all this new evidence with new means and other things. And sometimes they get the people off and they get out of jail. Yeah, it happens. It, that one, that one's pretty good. But yeah, like Discovery, I, there's Discovery ID and another one, Oxygen maybe? Oh, Oxygen, yeah. Oxygen plays some of those like snapped and, you know, murder is near us or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> so disturbing i'm like i'm sitting here watching about death how is this what am i doing like go read a good book i don't know (laughs) 
but that's where I've evolved in my taste is cop shows, basically. And Blue Bloods, my God. Hey, it's Tom Selleck, man. Kim and Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, Donnie Wahlberg. I will admit, I New Kids on the Block. I wasn't a, like I had their seat there. I had their tape, and I listened to was it. He, but I, was he was he New Kids on the Block? Yes, he was. Are he you was serious? I didn't yes. know that. Yes, he is still a New Kids on the Block. I shouldn't say that most New Kids on the Block people will kill me if I say that he was. He still is the New Kids on the Block. I never. I honestly just knew him being Marky Mark's brother. Yep. Nope. He was actually probably more successful in his or he not what he is absolutely more successful in his singing career than his brother ever wanted to be. And his brother is so far more successful in his acting in career. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Blue Bloods has been on for lots. I mean, many, many seasons now. And then like Hawaii Five-0, this remake of Hawaii Five-0. I like it. But I'll say that Justin Timberlake is more successful than both. Well, yeah, because JT's the man. <laughs> this has been fun, man. We went a long time, but I knew we would. There's so much. And like, I'm interested. I know there's shows that we didn't even bring up that our listeners are going to be like, man, they didn't mention this or they didn't mention that. But like I said, I think the big learning of giving up TV is, you know, not a realization that many people have already not already have had is that it's changed a lot, but it's just not something I look forward to and get excitement out of like I did when I was a kid, like going, oh, it's going to be Thursday night and we can watch X, you know, for 30 minutes. So having a couple of um, couple of weeks missed, I think with the supersized, you know, stream of consciousness, TV extravaganza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's probably a normal thing. And so I hope people enjoyed it. I hope they will send us, even though I'm not on social media for another month, um, basically just shy of a month. Um, I hope they comment and then Brian can share those with me next episode. Yeah. Um, but we're back and this was a fun topic and maybe you guys can comment and share some other ideas of what about this topic we can dig dive into deeper if you want to yeah i would love to do that so what, real quick just yes. stream of consciousness consciousness things i missed i wanted to mention for people who uh just so they get a shout out uh unsolved mysteries uh sightings yeah. um so Sighting. you can't do that on television that which you didn't get because of nickelodeon you didn't have that uh, also um pinwheel um america's most wanted america's most wanted uh the adventure of the littlest koala uh <laughs> Okay, now I'm done. Oh my god! See, I yeah, I didn't have cable, so I'm sure people are going to have a bunch. So we could do another whole episode on cable shows, specifically cable shows, at some point. So it was good to get back at it with you, Mister Kilby. It was awesome. I really had a lot of fun with this. Hopefully, people enjoy, will enjoy listening to it. I hope they do. I hope they get a kick out of it because I've enjoyed it, and hopefully, it brings back some good fond memories for them with their families watching TGIF. <laughs> We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye, Brian. This has been How Was Your Weekend? Please subscribe at our website, howwas slash your weekend. That's H-O-W-W dot A-S slash your weekend. Please leave a review and tell a friend.